And we're here on the KM Podcast. Ken Brown from WGI Radio, Michael Harry, DetroitLions.com. Bi Week Lions, Bi Week Lions. Hello, Michael. Well, what about Bi Week Ken and Mike? Well, we're going to work. What are we week. working we're for? We're working this week because we have to recap the <laughs> okay. disaster we saw at Ford Field Sunday oh, and the upcoming Pittsburgh. Well, we'll talk about Pittsburgh next week, but the upcoming. Last nine games. It's funny we're saying the last nine games in your midway now. We have this little extra well, game. But the well, last part run, of the season. Let, let me run this by you, okay, because in a 17-game season, what's the halfway point? You know what I think it is? When? Well, actually, I don't know. I, <laughs> what I was going to say doesn't work. <laughs> if, 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 for, you, for all you technical people, uh, halftime of the Pittsburgh game is the halfway point, but we're right. not having it. So we're not, doing, thinking, you know, we're not coming on at halftime of the game to talk, so – I thought it was maybe Thursday of this week. No, eight and a half weeks. Is the, Isn't that a movie? Yes, yeah, eight and a half weeks. So it's Thursday. Eight and a half days. Uh, Michael. Kenneth. This city, sports talk radio especially, is the nervous Nellies I've seen of all time. I don't even know if we deserve to have good teams again. People act oh, like yeah. Sunday's game, this yeah. revelation, this bad performance, is the be-all, end-all, the Campbell and the um, Holmes regime, and, oh, my God, how can you come out and play? Mike, you can only play up for so long when you know you're going in to take a beat. Now, even against the worst team, I, I see the rest of the season being up-down weeks. I don't, I don't think they can you – can't, you can't function that way once you start losing games like that, that you're going to be up every game. I, I wasn't surprised by it. I, I picked them to win. But I'm just saying, people that think that – from the from the Rams game on, every game is going to be this tight fall game. It's not going to be that way because you don't have talent. No, I agree with that, but I think what the fans are, and look, I, the one thing that really struck me at the end of the game when they finally scored a touchdown to cut it to 44-6, to six, the uh, fans absolutely roared for that, for that touchdown. So those are the loyalists. They're out there. They really are. They're the ones who... You know, they haven't given up hope. Now, you know, they didn't think they were going to win that game. Don't get me wrong. They were going to come back 38 down with seven minutes to go. But those are the loyalists. And the rest of them are, not all of them, you know, some people rightfully so probably left at the end of the third quarter and all that. But there are the loyalists out there, Kenny. And that kind of, it struck me just at that moment. I've said this before with the turnout the Detroit Lions get or have gotten over the years. And it's starting, it's starting to wane a little bit right now, in all honesty. 47,000 in the building for that game Sunday. But they, they, the support they've gotten from the fans, these are some of the luckiest athletes in the world in that regard. Yeah, uh, but I agree with that. But I'm like, see, this is what disconnected Sunday's performance maybe. I didn't see what it, that they just came out and laid down the game. I just thought that they just got demoralized during the game, and that's what happened, man. And that happens. No, they, I don't think no, that they came out and sat on the um, goal line for the opening kickoff and let the guy run by him. I didn't see guys slacking. I just saw a beating. I just saw a beating. No, but here's the thing. On third and whatever it was at the four-yard line, and, and you know, you're still in, in decent shape. Jalen Hurts runs for 20 yards in a first down. I mean, at, at the own four-yard line, you don't, you don't have a defense to, to spy the quarterback and make sure he doesn't get out on you. Two times they had 12 men on the field on defense, and once they had 10. That's inexcusable. I'm sorry. Well, that's truthfully, okay. that, that, yeah, but truthfully, that's Mike, okay. if you had 12 and then a 10, they should offset the penalty, right? 
<laughs> well, <laughs> with two twelves and one ten. But Kenny, I get that with a young team, first, second, third game, but not week eight. I understand. Nine, Look, I understand. Not week ten. No, well, no. And that's what you know. And, and okay. And then a a big gain early in the game, uh, uh, procedural penalty against. Uh, uh, I think it was against who was it against? Uh, it was Hawkinson, wasn't it? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, try and edit this. Against T.J. Hawkinson, illegal formation. You can't have that. Yeah. You just simply cannot have that. Yeah, and the one All Swift on the big don't... play with Orion in the uh, second half, I think right. Swift yeah. didn't get off the line of scrimmage and he covered up the tight end. Right. Which is, a, you know, you can like even, I don't know if people know, you can like ask the referee. You can turn to the side and he'll tell you. Right? You look at him. Yeah, you can you, look at him. He'll tell you if you're, you're supposed to be uncovered now. So it's not like it's you know something he didn't know. You receiver look at the referee and point to him and the referee will nod or right. give him the the safe sign or something right. like that. Exactly. But the stuff like that, Okay, that's, but, that, that's fundamental. I understand, but I'm just saying. They look, teach that in high school. They teach that in college. It's not new in the pros. But if, when you're a boxer and you know you're not very good and you're a pug, there's only so much beating you can take, even against a lesser opponent. And I just think that people that think they're going to play, they're going to run through the wall for the next nine games, they're going to be sadly mistaken because they're going to be games that are going to look like that. That's what happens when you have no talent. And I'm going to tell you another thing, too. Look, I've never I I've dogged quarterbacks in town before, and I, I you know some of them had lack of talent, some of them had lack of leadership, some of them had lack of other things. But Jared Goff couldn't inspire me to go to the bathroom, man. If I had to go after drinking a beer, <laughs> no way, I mean, right. come on, man. Let's have some. I mean, he cut Mike. I'm inspired to turn the TV off watching. It's just he just plays. He doesn't play the way I like, and this is not just since he's been here. It's with the Rams. I mean, he's just not an inspiring guy. And sometimes you got to have an inspiring guy out there when your team is not talented. That look, we're, we're we're buckling this up. We're going to do something. Does he inspire you at all? No, he doesn't. But Jeez. you know what? I I think this. You look. Never asked him this. This is just me talking. California guy played drafted first overall by a team in L.A. near his hometown. Get to a Super Bowl, and two and three years later. It's not good enough after they made the playoffs right. and really treated poorly by that franchise. Treated poorly. Not just getting rid of them. That's that, that's part of the deal, but the way they did it. I'm not sure I would forget that. I understand, but he's making a big coin, a big that's, a big bag of money, and it is his team. He has an opportunity here to resurrect his career, and I'm not even talking about being a, the hell of a player, you know, his best year ever. Just look like you're interested at all. Look like, uh, you know, this thing, throwing the ball away when guys are five feet, throwing it out of bounds. Come on, man. These people pay a lot of money to, to go to games. They don't want to see that garbage. No, and I don't think he wants to do that either. I just think, and look, they're caught up in a situation right now where they are really, really talented. I mean, talented. And some of their talented players, and I, I really don't like saying this, but I'm disappointed and DeAndre Swift, I really am. 3.2 yards per, per carry, he's yeah. better than that. Yeah, he's, he's not better. playing better than that. Yeah, I agree. He's, playing, he's playing a full yard and a quarter below his ability, in yeah, my I opinion. But and I, I think and they... I love, and I'm a, and I'm, a, I'm a DeAndre Swift. I like him. I really do. Yeah, I like, but... like the guy a little bit. I know about him, and I like him as a player. But I, I do not like that production, and I don't think it's good enough. Yeah, but I think that growing thing is that thing we knew was going to linger all year is part of that, too. And I... Didn't, would, hurt, didn't hurt him. Didn't hurt him running sixty-three yards. No, with the but pass. but that, those, those are the easy ones. You know, when you got to form that body and get in between those tackles and get up in that and, and take the hit and run, 
I'm just saying I w- I'm gonna go easy on this year. I, I agree. He's not. He hasn't run the ball like I thought he well, would. Well, good. Well, let's stop right there then. But I just think that that growing thing okay, is a little didn't. more than I can't stop. I got can't stop. I think that growing thing's a little more, and I'm gonna give him some slack on that. But I agree with you. But then again, Mike, we had years when Barry Sanders was in when he was out that. Moore would come in. Uh, I forgot his last name. Moore, uh, the guy from Grand Valley, came in, and they would just run. The Lions had the determination to run. I don't see that out of the rest of the team. The line, I don't see them. All right, we just gonna put the whoever's back there. You getting yards? We just gonna put the blade down, as my boy Lomas would say, and run the ball. They, they, well, the one, but listen, when Jamal Williams, they they put the blade down with him, and he's getting four point something yeah, yeah, per carry. Yeah, but I'm talking about and any you know, back. he couldn't, and he couldn't, and he look, and he could. They only have two backs. Well, they, they don't have any. Like Jamal Jefferson, he got a touchdown in this game. He, 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 he had, a had Kenny had three carries for. I eight understand, eight but I'm just saying. Whoever's back there, they got to put the blade down and do it. But I don't even want to get caught up in that because, see, this is how this is how we get caught up and miss the bigger picture. This is how we miss the big. Two things I learned from this game. There are going to be games where they struggle. There are going to be games where they play. Dan Campbell, I'm giving him a pass for the rest of this year on bad coaching, but that's got to stop. You got to start taking these points when they're there. I don't care what you think is going to happen later in the game. Getting that zero off the board is important to me. So don't be trying to fourth down it and do all that. Get the get the points. Nothing sure, but the ninety percent points. Get it up, and then let's go. I don't think he's counting on giving up a sack on fourth down or throwing the ball away on fourth down. I understand, but Mike, take the take the field going to point seventeen three. You're still in, you're still basically in the game. I mean, I understand you. It, that's not the time to just say, well, we got to get touchdowns or nothing else. I just don't like that. But it's a learning experience for him. I'll give him that. I just think you don't have to be that aggressive. We know you're an aggressive guy. When you yeah. when your team gets talented, okay, we'll talk about it. But just play the percentages for the rest of the year, and just whatever happens, happens. Now, now, oh boy, now, I'm sitting down. I'm just <laughs> saying when when Slate got that uh, pick up and ran it in, that's yeah. just that's just karma. There's nothing else you can say. The ball falls right well, to the guy's hand who wanted to be here, who you got rid of because he was swapping jerseys and he didn't like his attitude and he didn't like the coaching. You gave away talent and you didn't replace it because the guy you replaced him with has been a two-year bum, Akuda. Who's that? Akuda. He's not a two-year bum. He's, He's a two-year bum. He's a, a two-year bum. So you hold it just a second, Kenny, just a second. So you're not going to give him the same slack that you're giving your boy DeAndre Swift. Right? No, I'm just talking about up that to now. I'm just talking about up to so now. Stri- no, no. Talking about up so to you now. have you have you are selective in who you rate as a bum. Is that no, just, just look, admit it? Look. Take the bum contract. Take it back. No, I'm not. Because he played Take last year. He, how many games did he play last year? He played enough games. He, he played, played nine games with three starts. All right, he played four exhibition or three exhibition games, two exhibition, exhibition. games this year. I'm just saying he's been on Get the field. It. And I, we've seen him, Mike. Just he's not. He hasn't been a replacement for Slay. That's all I'm saying. All right. Now we move on because I know you want to talk about it. Number two things that have happened since <laughs> the, the beatdown. Look, I I'm not gonna be mad and yelling and screaming on the air about this. I know what we. I know what I signed up for this year. This is a rebuild. I know what it is, but there are some things you can do to make it, you know, bearable for the rest of the year. Number one, your quarterback, either he got to come out or he got to look like he want to be here. I, I don't know. There's no other thing about it. Because he's bringing me down watching on TV, man. I don't even want to watch it. because he's, 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 he, You got to do better than that. 
Let know? me make an announcement right now. Jared Goff, I want you to motivate Ken Brown to stay, okay? I want you to Don't mo- touch that dial. I want you to look like you want to play football, <laughs> okay? I want to look I want you look. look like okay, the odds are against us. We don't we're not that we're down, we're underdogs, but damn it, I'm gonna do something. Besides running okay, around huh? the first sign. And I've never seen a quarterback in a long time that runs into more sacks than him. Now, you I think one of, his faults, listen, I, one of his faults is, Kenny, is that he tries to run out the back door, and they're, they're going to run you down. All the time. Stafford they're could manipulate you a pocket. You, you've been spoiled for 30 years. Stafford, not right. the fastest guy, but he could manipulate the pocket. You saw him. He would move up. He would go side to side. He was a master at that and getting time to get a throw off. My and man, one other thing, man and, he got one foot out the door too. right on every pass. One, one other thing you do, always had his head up. Always Never looking at up. the rush. Always had his head up. Golf, man, first sign of a, a defender coming toward him, man. It's, it's back door. Open the back door. I'm running out. So I'm done dogging Jared Golf because the, the – No, you're not. I'm done for the day. For the day I'm done. Because <laughs> oh, for the day. What's there okay. is there. Hey, everybody sees it. He's not playing good. And, you know, the worst no, part is not. you might have to have him. He might have to be here next year. He might be your quarterback next year too. So well, we got to make it work. You know what? Okay, but he'll be on it. You know what? Though, if he's here next year, he'll be on a contract year, and he'll be he'll be showcasing for other teams. Be motivated to play. Is he really showcased? Do you think? I, I can't get in this. I head. don't know. I don't think. He's I don't show- know that he you is. You know what? I'm, I, I don't know that he I'm is. I'm like, I got my money. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna try my best. Well, I'm gonna try. I ain't gonna try my best. I'm gonna try. And if it don't work out, I'm cool. That's the way I see it. That's, that's just me talking. That's the way I see him. If it don't work uh, don't, out, I'm cool. You know, look, there were people who, who questioned Matthew Stafford's demeanor. He had no idea how tough he was. Remember that, the leader and all that. I heard some windbag say that on a radio station earlier this year. Uh, Never thought he was a leader. Yeah, Come on. But Matthew Stafford also said from the time he was, he would play until the wheels fall off. Remember that? Yeah. He, he said yeah. that right. I don't see Jared Goff making a statement like that. I have, you know, I don't see, I don't see that. And this is me talking. Like I said, I could be totally wrong. I doubt I'm wrong. But well, I'm yeah, there's wrong. another thing you're taking. Listen, listen. We heard, we had 12 years of listening to Matthew Stafford. We've got eight games listening to Jared Goff. I know. So there's, there's, there's more to come. But this ain't okay? this ain't a free there's agent. There's more to come. This is not a free agent quarterback they picked up. This guy was the number one pick in the draft. I just expect more. A lot I of guys expect, were. Well, I'm just saying I expect more. I expect more from those guys. And when I don't get it, that's all right. All right, forget about that. You, I can talk about golf for the whole 30 minutes. I got to get the move. Not with me. Uh, Terrell Walker. <laughs> Terrell Walker, I don't know when he's coming back, if this evidence is a serious concussion. Maybe it's it's not in the cards he comes back. So, Terrell Williams. Terrell Williams. I'm sorry. What did I say? Terrell Walker. Terrell Williams. I don't even know if he's coming back. At this point, it doesn't matter to me. But some things have happened, and by the time this podcast comes out, one of them may be answered. Deshaun Jackson was cut on waivers. You have first in the order. Do you pick him up? I'd be sort of tempted. You're not going to. You're getting nothing out of it. He played eight games. He had eight catches. Is that what you want? That's what you want. You want you bring in a guy for eight catches, a catch a week. How many catches does uh, um, Terrell Williams have? Well, Kenny, you got. I'm just asking the question. I'm just asking the question. So he's got more catches than Terrell Williams, right? Get off. He's got more catches than Terrell Williams. So what's the harm in bringing him in to me? If he wants to, to play, no, I'm just saying. 
you said only eight catches, but that's eight more than the guy who was going to be your number well, one half at the minute. So I got hurt. Got I know. Hurt I'm just I'm just making a point. Game. I'm just making a point of. No, you're not making a eight point. catches is more than there's him. No, so bring him no in. There's no point to what you're. There's no point to what you're saying. The point I'm saying is bring him in then. Well, I just bring him in on his own. It's got nothing to do with Terrell Williams. No, I'm just saying you got a receiver that has no catches, and eight is more than that. So you're not like getting a guy who's going to be what? the lowest receiver on your team. Bring him in. Now, number two, by the time this podcast comes out. I can't wait. OBJ, Odell <laughs> Beckham Jr. was told to stay away from the team. They're going to be making a, a choice on it. I think he's going to get cut. I just think when you tell a guy to stay away, the only thing you can do is either pay him for the rest of the season and put him on a suspended list like Deshaun Watson or cut him. And I don't think he's going to sit around. Deshaun like Watson's not on the, on the suspended list. Oh, Desha- just, I'm just saying he's not being he's not playing in the right. Okay, but he's not on the suspended list. Right. Not on any list. Right. He's just not playing. So we got that going. I would pick him up in a heartbeat if they cut him. It's a big salary you got to pay for the rest of the year. And if you don't want him by then, you can let him go. But you you getting him you you get him for nothing. And I think it's important to try to win a couple games by the end of the year. Well, I think it's important to win as many games as you can, not just a couple. And if they went, if they ran the table and won the next nine, that'd be fine with me. Okay, if money was gonna I'm fall out going the sky into my just, car too, it'd be fine no, with me. But just, that ain't no, happening. Like what you just said ain't happening. No, I didn't. I didn't say they were going to. I just said it would be fine with me. I, I look. I play to win. No yeah. other reason. Okay, so if you play to win, do you pick him up? No. What? Well, you not playing to win? The Browns are look. The Giants were playing to win. They got rid of him. The Browns are playing to win. They're getting rid of him. Right, but they, there's something their going receivers on. are better than yours. You don't have any receivers. And what's the hurt I, to bring him in for the rest of the year? If you don't, if it don't work, you get rid of nothing. Yeah, it's nothing but money. Nothing but, nothing but money. You know what? It, right, nothing but money. You're going to give a guy money, and you're going to take. It's not working wherever he's been before. Why would it work now? You would have said that about Randy Moss when he left Oakland before I didn't New England say got it about I'm saying, Randy people Moss said that about Randy Moss in Oakland. He was done. Kenny, do you really think that, that, that Odell Beckham Jr. has had the career that Randy Moss had in his first eight years? No, but he, was, serious? he was on pace after the first three. He no, he was wasn't. On, go look at the stats. They had a stat of, it's only like three receivers that have done the first three years had some type of stats, and it was Randy Moss, Odell Beckham Jr., and one other guy. He was on pace to be good, that good. And he's not. Well, Mike, things happen. He got hurt. He went to Cleveland. Things ain't working out with Mayfield. But it's a no. It's Mike. There's no. There is no downside to picking a guy up. And we don't even know if he's cut yourself. Really, we're just talking out of school on this. But I'm just saying, if it happens, I'm picking up any receiver that looks good. If all I'm paying him is money, because the the guys you are marching out there now, they're not doing the job. They're not ready. No, they they don't have major league receivers right now. Now maybe Amon Ross St. Brown, maybe he might develop into a good, you know, second or third receiver. But he, young guy, but it, it's not, you know, he he's had some moments, but nothing that you go, nothing that would wow you. Right. And really, after him, that's about it. Right. So Khalif Raymond, he's not a he's not a rookie like a lot of people think. He's been around, and he'll have he has a play here and a play there, and he's just got some quickness and some speed. He's got some versatility to him. But he's not your guy. No. He's not, that's not that's not what you're looking for to build your team. No. Tom Kennedy, no, not no. really, no. It's no. the way it is. No. They're, they're, what they had in terms of good receivers are hurt. Quintez Cephas, 
broken collarbone. All right, so you got to make right. Right. So you got to make you got to make amends. You got to do something else, and that, these are things that are uh, you can do because you're not. There's no wide receiver tree out there where you can go pick two new ones off of it. But if they falling off that can, waiver can wire, if they falling off that waiver wire, you better look at them. Kenny, nothing improves a player in your eyes more than getting cut by a team. Okay? Well, Mike, uh, you see, this is this is this is you, you must be a communist because evidently, communist. yes, because evidently <laughs> you think that all teams are the same and everybody's getting the same thing. So a, a bad player on another team is equal to your bad player. No, there, there, there's a hierarchy here, man. If guys are getting you cut, know? if guys are getting cut from other teams and the teams are better, their worst guy could be your best guy. <laughs> There's no communism going on here. I will bury you. <laughs> you know what I really need to do? You know what the day in my life that I need to do? Do you really want to know? What? May 28th, 1969, when I got inducted into the Army. You should have been there to scream out, he's a commie! He's a commie. <laughs> and I could have gone back to my home. He's a commie. He's a commie. <laughs> no, I, look, I served. It was, it was fine, but no. All right. No, I'm not All right. a commie. <laughs> I'm not just a socialist. We've been, okay? we been talking 20 minutes, and the first thing that got you awake was I called you a commie. Now you're up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so, uh, That's me. So, that's yes, right. Conrad Mike. Hey, so anyway, back to Taylor Decker. You know what? Oh, no, we got to move over. We got, look, I. I no. <laughs> Didn't you see me at that big meeting when I was banging my shoe that's on the right. desk? That's I saw that. I saw that. So, uh. I will bury you. <laughs> Taylor Decker has been moved to the active roster. Not surprised. Well, that was the right thing to do. My question for you, sir. Yep. What next? I'm assuming he's going to play. Now, that's not necessarily true. He might just have been moved because they had to do something, and he may not play, or they may be. No, I, I disagree with that. I really. said we I don't know, know though. I mean, for sure, I'm, I'm hoping, no, but, but, but we don't but, know. No but, no, but the move itself is that they're protecting him so he can play. Right. Anything else they would have done, he couldn't have played. Right. So we, now right. the evidence is that he's going to play. Yeah, evidence, but it, things could happen. You know, we no, had one setback no. already, but I'm just saying. Nothing can, nothing can happen. Yeah, something can happen. He could be inactive for the rest of the year. Okay, but that's not, that, that, they wouldn't have put him in the 53 if that's what they were going to do. Well, maybe they're hoping he comes back and when he's ready, you know, when he, when his pinky gets healed. and he's, Well, they thought he, would, they thought he was you know, turning towards getting ready once before. That's what I'm saying. When, when Nine Fingers Decker gets ready to play, I will and, uh, you know, and Here's the other thing, too. That, here's the other things you have to take in, into account that kind of goes un, un, you know, overlooked is because of the COVID rules and all that. Look at there's a surplus of players down there at every team's roster now. With was it sixteen players in right. the practice squad and ten on the veteran squad. So there are players, you know, you're not shortage short of players. You're not taking up anybody's spot anymore. No, there's there's, there's twenty five guys who don't suit up on Sunday. Okay. So that there's so he's not he's not taking up any anybody's spot. If they need a guy, they'll just take him out of the practice squad and activate him on Sunday. Right. Now my question or the, or the veteran squad. My question: Where does he go? When he does play, well, there have been very few times in my life when you have beaten me to death on something. I mean, just absolutely <laughs> flummoxed me, flummoxed. Yes, and I think left, I think left tackle is the place to go. You, you've, you've finally you've, you've broken me. You've finally broken me. Left tackle. You mean Decker should go to left tackle? No, no, no. Talking about oh, Sue, leave him in left tackle. Okay, yeah, leave him in left yeah. tackle. I agree. Left Thank tackle. you. Yeah. What? I, I actually have broken you. He did. Yeah, I'm broken. My spirit's broken. My heart's broken. My will to continue is broken. 
Good. I just hope I can resurrect myself by putting Penny Sewell at left tackle. Now, the question, Mark, is will Decker be amenable to moving over? We'll find out. You know, if he is, he is. If he is, he is. And if he and does, I, move I, and look, when I say that, nothing against nothing against Decker. He's a really good, solid, you know, top 10, 15 tackle in the league. But if it's what's good for the team, it's good for the team. Well, it is. And also, it would help him to move the right tackle for the rest of the year, too, because as we saw finally when we saw his hand, it's his left hand where the problem is, and you need that outside hand free. You need to the outside hand. So, really, grab, yeah. it would help him for the rest of the year to play right tackle just for his own self. Well, for that part of it, but you don't know about the footwork and all that. Yeah, the, the footwork and stuff, but I'm just saying that the hand itself, you'd rather have that hand being the inside hand. Well, it's, well, it's one hand, but there are three other extremities, so we're only talking about 25% of the extremities. I know. I'm, I'm not getting too technical here, am I? No, but I know one thing. <laughs> the last three weeks are really, I think uh, Sewell's only had like one and a half bad games. I see an improvement. Well, he's, well, he's, well, you know, bad, he's had bad moments, too, okay? And, and that's that's all part of it. Yeah, but I mean, the last football. three or four weeks, though, those bad moments have been minimal. He is really playing well now. I mean, I, I was watching some tape and some um, all-access footage. I mean, he's just moving cats out, man. He's stoning them. He's running. He's And I'm going to tell you, a lot of these sacks, Jared Goff is taking nine-yard drops, and he's he's running into sacks. I'm, I'm not – that whole sack thing to me, don't even pay attention to that. Just pay attention to where uh, the tackles are moving their guys out to. You know? Well, you know, uh, 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 Dan Campbell said that two games ago, or was it three games ago, where he said he's putting the, putting the offensive lineman at a disadvantage when you try to run out the back back door. Now, he didn't say back door, but but that's what we're talking about because they, they can't they can't hold their blocks that long. And once you turn them loose, it's a foot race to the quarterback, and they're going to win it every time. Yeah, but every does, time he never. I, I, can, I don't want to say never because there's always something you can find a tape of. He never steps up in that pocket. He always, like you said, backs out of it. He never – Stafford would step into that, that pocket, man. And Well, he learned to do it. You know, he was, that wasn't his natural move at the beginning, but he right. gradually learned how right. to do but, it. Right, uh, yeah. but golf's got to get some, some testitude, and he's got to get in there and do that because I know your center's hurt, and maybe that's one of the reasons why, but you just got to well, get in there. When they're in your there. face, they're in your face. Yeah. Remember, okay, let's go, remember three years ago when the, when the, when the Rams were at, 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 at Ford Field and Aaron uh, – Aaron Donald just absolutely blitzed up the middle. Right. When I say blitz, the defensive tackle blitzing, but mm-hmm. just absolutely sh- shredded the gap and was on Stafford before he could move. That's the, that's the impact of what uh, of the rush up the middle does. Quarterback has nowhere to go, nothing yeah. you can do, yeah. except get into a fetal position and try not to fumble, right. which Stafford did fumble on that play. He ripped right. it right out. Right. Well, Stafford's gone. He's on a winning team, and we have what we have. Mike, we're going to have to shut this one down this week. Uh, next week, let's do it. He's got a measly 7-1 record. What is good about that? <laughs> yeah, wait, right. But it's all his fault <laughs> here. It was all his fault. He can't, he can't play on a winning team. And you know what? You know what people are saying in L.A. now right now? What's that? It's all his fault. Yeah, it's all his fault. Can't play on a winning team. Anyway, we'll check He's the waiver wire. Seven and one. See yeah. what happens this week. Uh, see what Dan Campbell comes out with next week because he said he's going to look at all this whole thing and maybe make some changes. Um, that elusive first victory, they don't come back home to Thanksgiving. So maybe that might be the game because they got Pittsburgh coming up. And um, I guess you could win. I guess those are winnable. Well, anything's a winnable to me now, but we'll, well see. I think, what they've got, I think they've got three winnable games. When I, I'm doing this for. Uh, my Monday countdown on DetroitLions.com. I'm looking ahead at the remaining nine games, and I've got three games that I would consider winnable. 
and and Bears are one of them. The Falcons are one of them, and I have a mystery game for number three. Okay. Well, if Aaron Rodgers, I can't remember right now. Get Aaron Rodgers. When did we play them again? Aaron with that COVID. Maybe he might have a relapse. Who's that? Uh, Green Bay. I'm just saying. Without Aaron Rodgers, I don't know how long. Last game of the season. Oh, it's the last game. Well, I guess he can't catch it twice by then. So. All right, right, Mike. We'll check you out next week on DetroitLions.com. We'll see us here. We'll do a recap first half grade. We'll do some grading next week. Why don't we do that? See, okay. no, let's do it like this. We'll do it like this. What players do you see are the most improved, and what players do you think have uh, went the other way? Casey Walker, grades. one of them, yeah. All right, why are you going to give it out tonight? Look, you're giving away the stuff for next week. Something to think about. Uh, well, you already didn't say the name. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Something to think about. We'll talk about that next week here on the K&M Podcast. Thank you, Mike, for joining us this week. We'll see you next week. Okay, comrade Ken. Thanks for having All me. All right, back to the Stalag. <laughs> <laughs>